Finally, the time has come. The first Battle of the Bands episode is now. It's been a while since I said this episode would be up, but I've been trying to record this over and over and over again, and for some reason, I can't get it right. If I don't have notes, it sounds jumbled. If I do have very elaborate notes, it sounds like I'm just reading something. And if I have so-so notes, I still go off into tangents. So I'm just going to try to go with the so-so. And if I go into tangents, I am sorry, but I don't want it to sound mechanical and to sound fake. So this is probably like the 20th time I'm trying to record this episode. But this is the first Battle of the Bands. And the three bands are Limp Bizkit, Blink-182, and Green Day. Now all three bands, I've seen them live. A couple of them a few, a couple times and, you know, maybe one or one just a single time. But, uh... And all bands are ones that I still listen to today. So they withstood the test of time. I mean, I started listening to all these bands in the 90s. And they are still so much fun to listen to. So if you guys don't know already, this whole test was that I picked three artists. And I went through their entire album history. Whichever songs were on Spotify. I use Spotify uh, pretty much as my listening device for music. And uh, I went from top to bottom. So they're pretty much their latest albums all the way down to their earliest ones. So kind of reverse, but it I'm not sure if it, it would have made a bigger difference. I think it would have just, you know, reversed the order of the evolution of their sound and everything. But it was still a great... A great experience and I suggest to everybody that if you have the time and if you're curious about an artist to do that because you're gonna find some hidden gems in there and I don't know you'll just find a you'll find more to appreciate about the artist and so here we go and I'm gonna start off with Limp Bizkit because this band they may it may sound a little weird but they hold a special place in my heart they were my first concert ever, and I have my older brother to thank for that, along with my cousins. I went, I went, I was the youngest one, and I tagged along with them, and I got to do that for quite a few things, so thank you guys, and also I'm sorry <laughs> if, if I made things you know, not as fun as they could have been if it was just you guys, but I really appreciated it, and yeah, they they really, you know, I still listen to them, they have a unique sound, I I read up a, a little bit about, you know, these bands, and you know, they say that they're like a rap rock group, and that's an interesting way to describe them, I think that out of the three bands, they have the most unique sound because they're morphing a few different genres of music into their own sound and then on top of that you have Fred Durst who I think is one of the best frontmans ever I heard that he's super um hardworking like he wants everything to sound perfect 
and I like that. And when he's up on stage, you could feel like you know he's giving it his all. And when he's getting everybody to go with the with the beat, he calls it the bounce. He's like, "Ooh, you gotta feel that bounce, feel that bounce, feel that bounce, feel that bounce." And you're you're going up and down with it, up and down with them, and he requires that no one takes out their phone so everybody's just enjoying the moment like then and there and it's amazing so i had two cds from them and uh yes it's that long ago i had cds and i still have cds but uh i know everything has gone you know i use spotify for the entire list but uh, i had significant other and i had uh chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water now these two albums are great and this what this is what made the band and then all of a sudden the next couple albums they kind of changed their sound or something they lost something they were lacking something and then all of a sudden they came back with gold gold cobra and that cd is awesome i mean that album is awesome i highly suggest doing it and uh and uh yeah so i've seen them twice i saw them my first concert, and then a couple years ago, they made a, a rare trip back to my city, and I asked people to go, but no one wanted to go. People were making fun of me, and I went, and the line was huge. I go after work, and I'm thinking that no one wants to see this group, and the line is huge, and I'm, you know, I get pretty close to the stage still, but everybody was having such a good time, and they didn't play their big hits, and even though it's a little disappointing, you got to respect that because they've, you know, they've outgrown that a little bit. And you could really tell how much they've evolved from the early stages to the later stages. And uh, they still had that, like, I don't know, the, the raw energy. Raw energy is good to describe Limp Bizkit. So next up, next up is Blink-182. Now, this is the band that I never had a CD for, or yeah, I've never had an album from them. And I think that's because they were constantly being played on the radio during during their A-Day. And that's when I saw them. And they're pretty fun. I mean, they're super fun. At that point in time, you know, I think the thing that was their big, you know, let's go see how weird and immature they're going to be. And so over the top and I think that's what truly made them along with their sound but the thing that really completes them for me is the dual vocals I love how they have two vocalists and they both sound totally different from each other and they design these songs to have specific points for each of their voices and I think that that is awesome like tom and mark huge props and i mean you can't forget in the back travis banging on the drums making those crazy crazy beats i I can't even imagine how his arms must feel but uh yeah my big thing for them is the vocals man i i gotta say uh i'm a huge tom fan and uh but uh i'm really loving mark right now and uh I I would I would want to see them again. I actually think that they're going to come around, but uh, you know who knows with the virus. But their addition of Matt Skiba 
I'm hoping I'm getting his name, his name right, uh, from Alkaline Trio. He is a perfect replacement for Tom. I love Tom, but he is a perfect replacement, and I love the changes of sound that they're going for. They're uh, like I'm not too sure, like of evolution standards, but I think they evolved the most. But it could be hidden because they were so immature in the beginning that now they're so sophisticated and they know exactly what they're doing. They have this fun sound. They're adjusting it to fit the times. And uh, <clears throat> it's nice that they're not full out, you know, hey, let me look at that dick or like, ooh, I got a boner today. You know, like, I, I bet they still throw it out, but it's not like their main focus anymore. So... I think, like, the maturity helped them to get where they are today. I would like to see, you know, if if they made a stop here and all of a sudden, like, Tom made a special appearance, I would love that. But you know what? He's off doing Angels and Airwaves, and I love them too. But, yeah, keep keep these new three guys going, and let's... That new album, Nine, is, is really fun. I would say they're... <sighs> They have a few full albums that are just amazing. And, you know, that's why I say listen to all the songs. Now let's get to Green Day. Green Day, I think what they have going for them is their camaraderie. They're the only band out of this list that has not had, to my to my knowledge, any changes of the band. I'm pretty sure that every now and then every band has, like, person personality issues or personal issues but they've kept the core they've never like switched up you know they have the three main guys and that's it and I think that's what holds them together and has made them better and better and better now what makes them interesting for me is that I I did have an album from them but it wasn't like a normal album it was their international super hits which is basically like a greatest hits album so the only thing I knew from them were their hits and hearing the rest of the songs like they're super talented guys I mean really talented and I think I've seen them twice I think I saw them when they also played with Blink at like a festival tour and then I saw I saw them during their 21st century breakdown tour uh, with my two brothers, and, uh, they have a good mix of, like, visuals with the songs that are going on, so they actually, like, pay attention to, like, some of the staging, and, uh, and, uh, it, it was, it, it was really good, uh, I will say that arena shows are not my favorite, you know, it's not as intimate, but, you know, when a band gets that big, like, you really can't, you can't tell them not to do it. You can't tell them to choose a smaller spot. So, I think that they're the most stable band, of course, because of the members. And, uh, you know, I think once they got up to, like, American Idiot, they started doing more concept albums. And that's when they kind of become more interesting to me. I think the other albums, like, from them are, are a little bit more randomized. But, uh, you know, 
I think each album has a little something to offer from them. Okay. So, the common trend between all three of these guys is that I'm more connected to the recent music from them. After listening to all their tracks, it became well aware to me that their early stuff is just not as good. But, you know, you have to start somewhere. And obviously, these bands all made it through the tough times. And, you know, they made their sound work and kept getting better and better. So, yeah, if you work at your craft, you get better and better. And they're all, all three of them are you know, accomplished, and it proves that if you first don't succeed, you know, with the first album or the second album, you keep at it, and eventually you will. If you, if you work hard enough, you'll make it. So, let's get down to kind of, like, the, my three categories of, like, rating. So, overall sound, this is my order, from favorite to lowest, Blink-182, Limp Bizkit, then Green Day. Live performance review, Limp Bizkit, Green Day, and then Blink-182. And then playlist amount. This is, so I created a playlist for each of these bands with every song got one play. That's it. Play them all in order, one play, and if they get a star, they get added to the playlist. So this is the playlist amount. Green Day got 94 songs. Blink-182 got 84 Limp Bizkit got 35. Now, keep in mind that these bands have really different amounts of music. Green Day has a ton of music. Blink-182, I think, has the second most. And then Limp Bizkit doesn't have as many albums. And I wish they came out with that last that last album. I think it's like Elephants. Uh, oh, no, wait. No, it's Stampede of the Disco Ele- Elephants. Stampede of the Disco Elephants. That never came out, and I wish that they would do it, but uh, it's kind of weird. Those those ratings, it pretty much equals everyone out. Like, each one had a top spot, and each one had a bottom spot, so they're pretty much equal right now. And uh, in general, I would just say that, uh, I guess summoning, summing, summoning, <laughs> summing up things... See, this is why I can't just read things down. Summing up things, very quickly, I would say Blink-182 Blink is just, like, really fun. The double vocals are the best thing they have going. And uh, I think their songs are more enjoyable. They're, like, really fun to sing. Limp is just super unique. Like, I can't get over how good Fred Durst is and... Uh, you know, sometimes you need rage-filled lyrics. You know, when you're angry, you gotta listen to some rage. And then Green Day, like, they're like masters of how to make a catchy tune. It's just that they have so much music that, you know, the good stuff is also meshed with the so-so stuff, like the average stuff, and it just doesn't shine as much through. And then a couple of top songs for each of these bands I'll just throw out before I choose an overall winner. Okay, Blink-182. And a bunch of these are, um, you know, this, this is just the top five songs from each band that I think 
that are memorable. Blink-182, I would go with Happy Days, Bored to Death, Wildfire, Dumpweed, and Anthem. Limp Bizkit, I would choose Angels. If you have not heard that, that is them without rage. That is them slowing it down and getting really smooth. It's so nice. Phenomenon, My Generation, Shotgun, Gold Cobra, and of course Nookie. Which is one song they did not play that second time I saw them. Which is amazing they did not play it because that was their huge hit. And then Green Day, Let Yourself Go, Stray Heart, The Static Age, Brain Stew, and Oh Yeah! Exclamation point. However, let's get down to the overall winner. My overall winner, which is kind of odd, is Blink-182. This is the band that I never had any physical albums to. And, like, when I was listening through all these, they're the only band where they had a few albums from start to finish that were just amazing. Albums that, like, I didn't even want to press fast forward to. The other bands, every now and then, you know, they have, like, a number of good ones, and then you get like this one where it's like, what the hell is this? And you just want to skip it. But Blink has a few. I think they might have four albums to where I could listen to those things all the way through. And it really does seem like it's a full concept, and it's amazing. And like I said, I am more more interested in the later albums. However, one of their best ones is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. That's one of their earlier ones, and it's, oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Like, it's their, it's their, it's their sound, and, you know, from, from song to song, it's just, like, so damn catchy. It's, a, it's amazing. Then, you know, you get a few albums that are just, like, whatever, but when they came back all together and they made Neighborhoods, Neighborhoods is so good. I mean, it's them maturity level up you know at level 10 out of 10 levels (laughs) and uh you know they killed it with their reunion and uh and then even without tom california the next album after that is amazing and even nine the album you know that is their latest debut is sounding great that is one album that I've been listening to more and more of, you know, outside of this contest, of course, but that is, that is becoming good too. And I actually kind of like them. They're getting a little, like this album, they're kind of getting a little bit pop, like they added in a little bit of pop feel a little bit, but it still syncs with their sound. And, uh, it, it, it's been fun to listen to. So, Again, all these bands are amazing, but Blink-182 takes takes the trophy, wins the cash, if I had any cash. Uh, yeah, they get my, they get the most plays from me. I've been listening to that playlist for quite a bit now, like when I've been like, you know, making up workouts when I'm at home or just like going about my day. I just want to listen to it. And uh, I would say, if you like any of these three bands, they have a ton of stuff to offer. And uh, if you have 
a good amount of time to spare, give them all a listen and you'll find a lot of good stuff. So, so go blink. Blink 182 for the win.